0: The last one put my titty in a vice grip.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm much gentler than that.
0: You waited outside.
1: There are good movies and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. <sighs> we are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find. Centered around our monthly theme to answer one. Simple question Would you watch it again? I'm Jay and I'm joined by Dave, Ella and Casey. I love doctors. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. I hope I'm a doctor. What's this month's theme, Casey?
0: This week we're gonna see ya. no appointment necessary for Cinema MD. We don't care what kind of insurance you have. We're just gonna need your credit card number,
1: not a big Anybody deal we do house calls. Or and we do or house. phone calls, whatever yeah. you to listen to us on.
0: Bridge calls, canoe calls, we're on top of it. This <laughs> month we are watching movies all about doctors. Last week I brought The Patriot starring Dr. S- Ugh, Steven Seagal. <laughs> I can't say it all together because <laughs> I just will choke vomit. on it every time. <laughs> yeah, it's so unnatural. Uh, and this week Jay brought something less shooty. Jay, what did you bring? I like my doctor shooting. Ew, nope, I
1: regretted that. <laughs> I decided to go with what has been called the worst Frankenstein movie ever made. And that is <laughs> Frankenstein General Hospital.
2: God, that's a really deep pool, too, man.
1: <laughs> I know, yeah. right? Confession here, I'm I'm a huge Frankenstein fan. And so this is uh This is sort of mixing in some of my pleasures, but also getting an opportunity to watch arguably the worst Frankenstein movie ever made.
2: Before we get into it and decide whether or not this really is the worst Frankenstein movie ever made, Jay, you need to give us an elevator pitch where you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less. Here's your setup. So you have uh, so you've come down with a little bit of a cold, you know, nothing too serious. But out of an abundance of caution, you've decided that you should probably go into the hospital and get checked out.
1: That's very unlike me, but good for me. Eh, you know, yeah.
2: <laughs> you're just to get just to be safe. This time, you decided you're going to change it up a bit. Unfortunately, you have chosen the worst possible time to do that. Working at the hospital you just went to is a psychotic doctor and his assistant building a Frankenstein body in the basement. They're nearly done with Fuck. it. Um, they just need some legs, and you know, you got them. Sexy games.
1: Damn. So okay, my years of skateboarding are now. Just the oh, guys.
2: You know, as soon as they saw them coming through the door, they knew they needed those legs. So
1: take the ass with them. I mean, <laughs> you don't want to lose it. Like it's, I'm not, I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but. Toot, toot.
2: Toot, toot. They're creeping up behind the curtain in your hospital room. You've got about 10 seconds before Iggy jumps out and knocks you over the head. In the time before that happens, sell us on this movie.
1: Frankenstein is great, right? You know what it needs though? Horny people. Lots of horny people. Like, let's do Frankenstein, but out-horny all the soap operas.
2: Ten seconds, and... I don't...
1: Nobody mm. asked for that. <laughs> nobody yeah. asked
0: for that. Are and you if sure? they I did,
2: tr- have I seen they need horny to Frankenstein do a polar before? plunge. Well, other than... um. Know, other than the one joke we'll talk about, but... like a horny all the way through Frankenstein. They pump faked with that Aaron Eckhart Frankenstein movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's he's a little horny. We didn't even get to uh, see his
2: Franken dick.
1: Not in the same. All right, Case, remember when you thought it would be a good idea to get that janitor job at the hospital? Well, you just have a pile of body parts, and you're figuring, how this looks like incinerator material to me. Unbeknownst to you, you're burning- Dr. Frankenstein's monster, and he's gonna come down and have a hairy shit fit with my legs. Probably. I beat think you he's with
0: the monster.
1: So in the ten seconds before Dr. Frankenstein takes out his revenge on you, sell us on this movie.
0: Take all the charm out of young Frankenstein, all the talent out of Transylvania 65000 and load up what's left on the tiny back of poor little Leslie Jordan.
2: Eight seconds. Wow. <laughs> See it wow. really cruel
1: wow it i'm Mark sorry. Feels good sometimes oh. well not in this movie he can <sighs> be good maybe not in this movie
2: do you can Leslie? say the same and i will of everyone <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right if we're gonna duke this out let's go over the movie that shitty cinema watched
2: the setup is a classic frankenstein shtick. dr bob frankenstein calls himself frankenheimer now He has a diminutive, mostly incompetent assistant, now called Iggy, and together they're trying to recreate Frankenstein's monster in the basement of the General Hospital.
1: Emphasis on General Hospital of soap opera fame. Yeah. No sooner has the film established Dr. Frankenheimer's goals, we learn that the hospital ignores patients, has a tendency to kill them, mostly from poor practices, and Mm. doctors are much more interested in fucking or making side hustle money to be bothered with things like, I don't know, patients.
0: Yeah, it was day trading in the 80s. Now it's multi-level marketing. I mean, you
2: You are describing like your average soap opera hospital. Like we spend a lot more time fucking in the closets than we do on actual medical cases. (laughs) And we've got Dr. Frankenheimer's secret lab in the basement in black and white because his experiments sucked all the color out, which is a surprisingly good joke that we're not really going to come back to that much.
1: Yes, they're sorely underused.
2: Down here, they've got a mostly assembled monster, but without the one critical component, the brain. Good news is a local Nobel Prize winning teenager recently died and that brain is just ripe for the taking.
0: Good news? We have that on recording, people. <laughs> Dave's happy your kid's dead. Fuck you, okay. Dave.
2: I'm Hey, I'm not happy he died. I'm happy he died near someone that can reuse the parts. You know, reduce, reuse, recycle. Come on, man. That's
1: right. I was taught that as a child. That was ten years later. The bad news is that the aforementioned incompetence of Iggy, he grabs the head of a teenager that drowned while going down on his girlfriend in the ocean. Yeah. She came and trapped him with her thighs, and he drowned.
2: Which is a not good joke that we spend much too long on.
1: Way too so long So long, and
0: so the wrong vibe
2: when right. telling it. Yes,
1: Ugh. yes. Dr. Frankenheimer uses that brain and brings his monster to life.
2: Meanwhile, everyone's trying to figure out what Dr. Frankenheimer is actually doing. His main competitor, Dr. Dixon, is creating some type of de-aging serum to compete with the secret. Dr. Rucker, the hospital's main administrator, is in an illicit relationship with the shrink, Dr. Singleton, and both of them are trying to find out what Frankenheimer's up to.
1: Since this is the horny soap opera, Iggy captures photos of Dr. Rucker and Dr. Singleton Having their secret BDSM time in her office because, of course, there's that, and there's a convenient air duct where Iggy can crawl in and use a camera and take wonderful photos.
2: Fucking air ducts! I hate. I stop putting. We don't. You don't fit. It holds air.
0: Uh, Leslie Jordan does. Ah, Leslie Jordan,
2: Mike. Right. He's four <laughs> eleven.
0: He's. He was very small. He could absolutely.
1: Dr. Frankenheimer tries to get his creation to help him with his projects, but all the monster wants to do is, for some reason, we can't explain, he wants to just look at Iggy's photos of doctor sex. Maybe because he's a horny teenager.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a horny 80s movie. It d- d- <laughs> did him on screen somehow.
0: The 80s were so horny.
2: Yeah, that's why when the monster finally breaks out, he doesn't run for the hills. Instead, he borrows some food from an old woman, throws a blind child through a window.
0: Best part of the movie.
2: It's, yeah, was, I saw it coming, but I was still enjoyed it. He then steals the clothing of a punk rocker and removes Dr. Singleton's whip to show her a good time with.
1: With the monster out, the entire hospital is looking for it. The monster and Dr. Singleton do the walk of shame right into all of the doctors hunting him. Dr. Rucker pulls out a sword, and we don't have time to explain why right now, but we'll, we'll talk about that. And he attacks Dr. Frankenheimer, who reveals he's actually Dr. Frankenstein. <gasps> Aren't we shocked?
2: No, you, the movie oh. told us right up front. As soon as oh, it you're started. right. I had forgotten right. that other people were unaware he was Frankenstein. <laughs> Same. While they fight, the monster takes Dr. Singleton to his lab and accidentally drinks Dr. Dixon's missing anti-aging serum. Yeah, because there was that whole, like, D-plot going on, too. They return to the battle just as Dr. Rutger is being hauled away by the police. The monster leaves Dr. Frankenstein for Dr. Singleton, and the film ends with Dr. Frankenstein and Iggy plotting their next monster.
1: Well, it does until we get the, you know, fun 80s. Here they are in Six Months Bit.
2: God damn it. God. Oh, my
1: God. I forgot Damn about it. that. I was so
2: <laughs> mad.
1: One of them, one of the last characters that they do is Dr. Saperstein. And Dr. Saperstein, they think, kills five patients in a week. It's actually Iggy. But they think that Dr. Saperstein does. They pull him out of the uh, ability to to operate. They put him out of the OR. And at the end, it's said that he becomes very happy in an animal hospital. But I just want to, like, make it clear that everybody thought he was murdering people and yeah. I don't understand if the movie's trying to tell me that he's now murdering pets. Yeah, he's
0: killing dogs. Right. Um, you know that could have been a takeaway. I also thought that for a second. <laughs> when I'm like, Ugh. Iggy, Iggy never did a bid for murder, did he? I,
2: okay, I gave him the. Be- they never say he's murdering dogs. I gave him the benefit of the doubt that he is now a successful veterinary surgeon but it i did also think it was weird that the movie <laughs> didn't clarify that he wasn't killing animals at this pet hospital now and dr frankenstein does his like weird creepy laugh at the end of his segment so yeah yeah i don't, I know. don't
0: know i don't love it
2: i i'm i'm just furious that we're wasting time with this goddamn 6 months later bit already the beginning and end of this movie is just an absolute train wreck it's so (laughs) confusing
1: yeah yeah
2: because like we 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 start and end with the sequence okay we start with dr frankenheimer's lab in black and white and the joke about how his experiment sucked all the color out of the room which is one my favorite joke of the movie it's great it's fucking it was really funny and i laughed at it but yeah. when you open the movie with that type of art house meta site gag and then proceed to like, okay, right. Turn into horny 80s sex comedy. Now yeah. it's <laughs> fucking weird.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It really gives you this sense that it's going to go into um uh, downhill more... from here. Right. Yeah. right. A much different comedy than we end up getting.
2: And again, at the end of the movie, after everything just wraps up the way you expect it to from the last ten minutes, we get another one of the these like art house black and white Elphine title cards and then record scratch, well I guess not. Wait six a minute. Later. Yeah. Wait, come on, man. You made the movie with your friends. Just roll the credits now.
0: <laughs> You're not selling us toys. Like, stop.
1: And the ending doesn't really have any good jokes in it either. No. Like the all of the characters have the sort of stereotypical things that you might expect. The, um, the horny nurse is still getting laid. She installed a, a Murphy bed in the elevator so that she can have sex with doctors because that's the joke. Uh,
2: Fuck you. That would have actually been a good joke if you had done it in the movie. In the
1: Right. Like right, if you had had her like credits.
2: slam her fist into the wall like she's the goddamn Fonz and a Murphy bed pops out.
0: Right. I mean, like we've got six floors.
2: No, you just threw it in at the end. Yeah, all all of them are just the only thing approaching a, a, a joke is that the doctor who is killing people is now a veterinarian. All the rest of them are just still doing the thing they did in the movie. Frankenstein and the psychiatrist opened what was it? Bondage R Us.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That was
2: their post credit yep. sequence.
1: Yeah, they um they opened a bondage store. Uh, Frankenstein becomes Frankenstein's General Hospital. The Oh, look, it's the title of the movie.
2: Hey. Um.
0: Yeah, they try to make Dr. Frankenstein a good guy. Like, you're rooting for him. And, okay. Like, he didn't kill anyone. You know, They yeah. were very specific about, like, he didn't kill yeah. anyone. He technically... He had a bit of a, a theft problem, but he's right. not a bad guy.
1: He thought he was he's just a body cool guy.
0: Treatment. Yeah. And then they make Leslie Jordan... A fucking murderer. And I love it.
1: I do love it. They don't ever like do anything about it at all.
0: No. No. There are five families grieving.
1: Right. Right. And he's like like, still.
0: Now they're going to be killing sex workers for body parts. Tee hee. Because they imply they're making a lady Frankenstein at the end of the movie. Like oh we miss our Frankenstein. He's like listen.
1: I know where I can get a pair of legs. They go up
0: to here.
2: The main hospital administrator, Doctor Doctor Rutger, he was going to do something about it until they revealed they had pictures of him in his like boring little <laughs> old man bondage scene,
0: barking like a dog.
2: Frankenstein Weck. General Hospital was. Uh, let's, let's not just let, let's not I mince mean, words. This this kind of sucked. This was pretty terrible. It I had good felt vibes. like a
0: student project but without the charm.
2: Yeah, the, the first 20, 30 minutes of this, I actually felt good about it. Not like I was enjoying what I was watching, but it felt very <laughs> much like your friend who's way too into movies in high school and always wants to make a movie got together with some other people and made a movie. Like, all right, good for you. I'm glad you guys did a thing. And then I checked the timeline and I was like 28 minutes in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is this is the your neighbors from the cul-de-sac call you over to their house to debut their movie and this is and you're like, "Okay." And I'm getting ready to leave. It's only been 20 minutes. Wow, that's crazy because I swear to God I had four whiskey waters. Uh-oh. <laughs> Strap in. When you when you drink by the experience not the time and then you're like, "Oh shit, that was mm, Times
1: about mm-mm. to get real for me.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what this felt like because, God, after those first 20 minutes especially, it, for me, drug.
1: drug. I feel like Frankenstein General Hospital wanted to do the soap opera drama but wanted to condense it all into a film. And that leaves you with a dozen subplots that they're trying to have running at any one time and it's just too fucking much.
2: I feel like calling them subplots might be a bit over generous. Uh, These yeah, were excuses think- for them to make jokes. <laughs> like Dr. Rutger and The Psychiatrist, like technically, yes, it's a plot, but really they wanted a character who was a dominatrix in here and they worked backwards from that.
1: The dominatrix psychiatrist is certainly a trope. And so is the, uh, you know, the guy that runs the hospital who's obsessed with control and how he runs the ship but needs to be dominated in the bedroom like they're they're very very clear tropes although dr rucker is probably my favorite actor in this movie
0: i'm okay him and leslie jordan because i love leslie jordan and it was really weird seeing him like super young yeah yeah Will and grace yeah. and on sure leslie jordan and so it was very soon. i'm like oh my god this feels so private knowing him this young um <laughs> i forgot what the first part of that
1: but i that that doctor was my favorite actor dr berger
0: oh he was a close second because he took it just serious enough and he looked like that one guy in twin peaks
1: uh his name's Jonathan Farwell. He would go on after this to do The Young and the Restless for thirty-two episodes. So, um, he really had nailed the soap opera vibe for me. I th- one of the things I think that fucked me up with Frankenstein General Hospital is that it doesn't really. It, I'm constantly asking like, what is this tone? What are you going for? And he nailed the soap opera bit, which is I guess why you probably feel a little Twin Peaksy from him.
0: Yeah, he was he was over the top, but in a in a good way
1: right but in the right way for like a soap opera right
2: the soap opera bits were so goddamn confusing for me because it wasn't (laughs) like they were making jokes about soap operas they weren't they were making jokes about hospitals and frankenstein and then they were just also having soap opera stuff but i don't was it just because someone started with the title (laughs) and
0: is this improv is this whose line it is it anyway but at like your community theater but Mm -hmm, worse
2: yeah this did have the strong stench of improv theater to it
1: it did it really did especially with the long scenes some of the scenes are are very long and uh have a decent amount of moving parts so it really gave off that improv vibe but did did any of you ever watch general hospital
0: no.
2: Absolutely not, no.
0: I okay. watched The Bold and the Beautiful.
1: Gotcha. Young and the Restless, I think is- And Young the and the Restless. Yeah. Um. I never watched any General Hospital, but, but this is clearly riffing on General Hospital. So it might be that this is what General Hospital does drama-wise. Yeah, way.
2: I get. Okay, maybe this is like Airplane, where it turns out that was actually a parody of a specific film that just <laughs> has long since been lost. Maybe I just lack the- the pop cultural knowledge to appreciate what they're parodying. Yeah,
0: you know, that's a good point. I'm sure there is a lot of shit that went over our heads. Right, right. Um, not being didn't feel like it, hospital though. heads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, no, I mean, I don't like think it's, it's enough generous. to save this, this movie. This didn't <laughs> feel
2: like a Frasier, like, oh, I guess that was one of the 10% I'm allowed to miss. Yeah. This- <laughs>
1: Speaking of Dr. Rucker, we did promise that we would talk about his sword fetish. So, throughout the movie, Dr. Rucker is seen in his office, which has just got tons of different types tit- of sabers and katanas and uh, a handful of swords. And he is seen, like, playing with them. And I think at one point he's even polishing one. Yes.
2: I yeah, mean, that, dude like swords.
1: That was certainly a checkoff gun that they decided to pay off with a sword fight.
0: It's called Bring Your Sword to Work Day, and I do... <laughs> There's no take your sword home day. That was on you. (laughs) You shouldn't have taken it home. Once it's here, it's here.
2: Yeah, I mean, on the one hand, I get it, dude. Swords are awesome. And uh, honestly, if you have Buco Hospital Administrator Bucks and you're choosing to waste them on cool swords, kind of respect it.
0: There's weirder hobbies.
2: Right, 100%. Absolutely. I'm legitimately not scared of sword guys. But yeah, on the other hand, I definitely don't want my hospital administrator to be obsessing to this degree over swords and polishing them throughout the day during meetings. That's a little weird.
1: It does It does supply us with the excuse for um, what is my favorite scene in the entire movie, which is the sword fight between uh, Dr. Rucker and Dr. Frankenstein, where Dr. Frankenstein uses a whip. And by sword fight, I mean he basically just does overhead chops and... And Dr. Frankenstein just thrusts outward to block like you did when you were six and you had plastic swords. And it's kind of fucking great.
2: He really enjoyed that. I
1: really did. It's like children playing.
2: See, it was another one where they had worked so hard to get there. And I could tell that like they just wanted a sword fight at the end of it, and they worked backwards, that I was just... You could have just done that. That would have been a great bit if they had both just pulled weapons out of nowhere and gone at it in the hospital hallways. That would have been funny, and I'd have been on board. But because you made me sit through all of this, I don't care anymore.
1: I I agree that there's a lot of ways that you could have done it better. I liked how low effort and cheesy it was so that we had the real actors doing absolutely terrible hey, sword fighting but taking They it did their like, own stunts. They did their own stunts.
0: Respect.
1: I do. I do. I loved it. It was so bad. That this is like for me, that scene was peak shitty cinema.
0: Yeah, I I mean that part of it, but it also went on too long, like Yeah. A lot of the jokes in this movie where I'm like, okay, but you got to kind of do what uh, Seth What's-His-Face did, like with Family Guy of no one to take it further. So it's like not funny and then funny again. You didn't go all the way.
2: Right. Like, yeah, I, I definitely agree that while I was watching this, there were a lot of scenes that felt like a shitty cinema return to form in that we have. Uh, We have, as of late, watched a lot of movies that are bad for boring reasons. They're bad because they're (laughs) overproduced or they're bad because of one psychotic person. This was just bad because the people who made it were incompetent. And it's been a while (laughs) since we watched something like that. And that was great.
0: Did you catch the microphone in the bottom of the shot?
1: Bathroom scene?
2: Oh, man, I did not. I got to yeah. go back for that now.
1: When when yeah. they're having the another joke that, I don't know, I, doesn't land for me of them having the quote-unquote awkward conversation in the bathroom urinal, you could see the microphone in the bottom corner of the screen.
0: Oh, <laughs> they did take it further and Brilliant. have Iggy come run in and be like, doctor, doctor, and they all turn around and piss on him.
1: Oh, yeah. But God, the sad
0: look on Leslie Jordan's face is so sad that it feels fucks the tone of the scene up where I'm just like, oh, no, he made it weird.
2: Oh, don't make Leslie sad.
0: Yeah, no. Well, okay, I
2: guess what emotion was he supposed to sell? Like, is he supposed to be happy that they're all peeing on him?
0: I mean, that would have been better because it would have been like, consent, yay. Like, now he's flipping it and turning (laughs) it. It's really wop wop wop. you know, like, oh, not... I just found out I'm adopted and my dog's dead.
2: That's true. that's
0: what he gave.
2: Uh, a few, I, I, I don't know if you actually wanted the womp womp sound effects, but a few cartoon sound effects would have gone a long way to punching this up, I think. If you're going to do jokes this tired, you might as well lean into it and have sad trombone noises. Yeah. <laughs> if the overall plot description we gave at the start of this had you thinking, hey, this kind of sounds like you know, a third of the jokes from Young Frankenstein. You're fucking right. It's yeah. they just did that, yeah. but way worse.
1: Casey said that in her elevator pitch and I unfortunately think she's not wrong. It definitely feels like someone watched Young Frankenstein. Again, I guess I'm really I'm starting to really get down on their um the student movie thesis because this feels like somebody watched Young Frankenstein and was like, hey me and my improv group could definitely do that. Do you, think, do you think if they would have went more into the absurdist humor that it would have done better? Like, the doctor's lounge, for example, is is an actual lounge, and there are strippers dancing in the background. Titties out. And and they don't really do anything with that. But it, do you think if they would have leaned more into the absurdist humor that it would have been better?
2: I would have enjoyed it more. I don't know if it would have been better, but, like, it would have been more interesting, at least.
0: Set the dollar bills, they're writing prescriptions...
2: Personally, for a parody mo- movie, I like when there's that kind of stuff going on that you have to kind of like search out to actively pay attention to.
0: Like, Where's Waldo?
2: Because yeah. we don't
0: give a fuck about the plot.
2: The, uh, most of the jokes in this movie are very predictable sex comedy jokes. So once you kind of get the thrust of the scene, hey, thrust. Uh, ah. Right. You can just zone out while they get to the punchline you know is coming.
1: Right, like the, uh, ah, the sexual Rorschach blots.
2: Yeah, the the sexual Rorschach blots. Or the one for me is the uh, the horny nurse when they get busted in the elevator. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. as soon they, uh, Dr. Frankenstein and the horny nurse start hooking up in an elevator that she stops between floors. And like you, as soon as the scene starts, it's oh, OK, they're going to the elevator is going to start moving and people are going to get on right. and catch them. And that's what happens. And people get on, and somebody picks up her granny panties and like, excuse me, miss. And it's just a tired old fucking joke.
1: I like how upset. Dave Yell at me.
2: Cloud, Dave. I, had, I have nothing
0: to I add. Had I had something funny at the start of this, think. and
2: the more I think about this movie, the more upset it makes me.
0: Yeah, it's no, just... like I'm becoming Clint Eastwood, and I don't like it. Leslie was my only like, honestly. Okay, let me say something nice about this movie. I liked the guy that played Frankenstein. I think he did a fantastic job as both the monster and then suddenly Hank Beast, Hank McCoy. Oh, you mean like, that
1: played the monster or that yeah. played Dr. Frankenstein? So The guy not- that played the monster. Okay.
0: He b- suddenly became a doctor when he was done because he was smart.
1: Erwin Keyes. Erwin Keyes is a, a really prolific actor. He's been in a ton of stuff
0: i think he gave a really uh i think he gave a solid monster performance he delivered his lines with gusto at least (laughs) unlike a lot of people in this fair Uh, i'm gonna say the net third best character is dr rutgers is dr rutgers secretary
2: Oh. She does not give a fuck. She's
0: painting her toes at work. She's smoking all the time. Love it. Yeah, it's Love one of the that. few.
2: There's, there's a reoccurring bit. There's a lot yes. of reoccurring bits. Yeah. They're what? exhausting. You're not Brooklyn yes. Nine-Nine. Anyways. <laughs> no. I know. I know. <laughs> there is one reoccurring bit Future with his secretary cut. where every time he gets a call or someone comes in, <laughs> she announces them after they have come in or called him. And that landed for me and just kept getting funnier.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That one did work. Honestly, the secretary worked for me.
1: That's fair. I also
2: enjoyed that bit. Love that bit. The other one that worked for me was, again, the more like absurdist meta one where there's just laughter from nowhere every time Dr. Frankenstein mentions his secret project.
1: That was one of the dead bits for me.
0: A bridge too far. What worked about that for you? Yeah, yeah. Not an interrogation. Just curious. Specifically, because everybody
1: that, stops and looks around when it happens. So right. Like, the characters hear it.
2: Yeah, it was. It was because specifically the first time they show it, it's like genuine and diagenic in the scene. Right. Uh, coming from people in there, and then after that, it just keeps becoming more and more unlikely and unaware of like where the sound would be coming from. It it worked. I guess I was so bored of the shit that, like, made sense in universe that directly going outside of it kept getting funnier for me.
0: Okay, because if they would have never shown the first scene where they watched someone make that exact laugh track and it was just disembodied laughter all the time, it would be fine. But the fact that it was bodied laughter and then disembodied... It didn't work, and it made me fucking crazy.
2: They did find I somehow the smuggest possible giggle track to play every time. Yeah, you like little yeah.
0: shit kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> like yeah. I'm pretty sure that audio file was labeled "little shit kids" dot wave because it was <laughs> little
0: <laughs> rich shit kids. They sounded rich.
1: One of the best jokes, like one of the the jokes that really nailed me, was when the monster throws the little blind girl. She's like, I don't know, six or something out a window cuz she says that she wants to fly and she's flying through the air falls into a pool and then she gets up and she's like I can see I can oh. see and all of the adults coming to f- get her just look up and go I can see I can see I and can see I, too I, I fucking lost Yeah my shit. that
0: one that one got me
2: I Okay, I enjoyed the joke. I enjoyed uh, the little girl's performance of it, but it's another one that, like, come on, man. Get to where you're going with it because (laughs) there's a whole scene beforehand where she's like, I want to fly, and Frankenstein's, meh. And then he picks her up and starts spinning in circles, and she gives a bunch of dialogue about, oh, okay, like, we know where you're going with it. Huck her out the window. Huck her out the window. This part isn't funny.
1: Casey, let's... Start this with you. 1988, Frankenstein General Hospital. Would you watch it again?
0: Up front, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> this movie <laughs> was not a surprise. fucking drag not for me. Uh, there was... Okay. It wasn't all terrible. I really enjoyed Dr. Saperstein. He was El a Sample. surgeon that yeah. got... He was a surgeon that got put on desk duty, essentially, Uh, His introduction is he is smoking a cigar through a surgical mask. And there's like this big tobacco stain in the middle where he's been sucking on it. And it was fucking hilarious. He blows his nose into his toupee a thousand times. It's the 80s. We're using toupee jokes. Ha ha ha. Yes. I, I loved him. It about ends there, though. I could not. sit. If this was a Friends movie, I would sit through it for a friend. But I don't emotionally owe anybody in this movie anything. So, no, I would not watch Frankenstein General Hospital again. Dave, how about you? I've got a good feeling about it. Would you watch 1988's Frankenstein General Hospital again?
2: Yeah, same as you. I'm not going to mince words. No, absolutely fucking not. (laughs) If this had been a 40-minute student film as all fucking impressions would lead you to believe it is i would at least be championing it as a like this is something you should watch with a couple of drinks and laugh at with friends and like maybe you'll find something you genuinely enjoy in watching people create out of the pure desire to do so if not so much the skill but then you made it into an hour and a half long 80s sex comedy yeah and all of that just bleeds on. While getting through this movie was fucking and I cannot understand how 97 minutes could possibly feel as long as this movie did. <laughs> I had to stop to go find food, to go smoke, to get another drink. It just, it was an ordeal. I don't recommend anyone else ever do it. Um, like, it's just not, it's its not a thing worth being made or viewing. So, Jay, how about you? You inflicted this upon us this week, so the decision comes down to you. Frankenstein General Hospital, would you watch it again?
1: Ooh, uh, I really want to like Frankenstein General Hospital, but I also understand why people say that it's the worst Frankenstein movie ever made.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it really did drag on, and there are moments of brilliance, but the I, I, brilliance was really generous. There's moments that I enjoyed. And the most of the movie is slow and kind of plotting and really confusing and not confusing in like the fun and engaging kind of way. And even the myriad, there's just too many jokes, like the anesthesiologist does his own drugs and passes out in the middle of surgeries. I don't know. That could have been a good bit, but it wasn't really used at all. Ah, the only way I could see myself watching uh, Frankenstein General Hospital again is maybe if I'm uh, having a party and I don't really want to pay attention to it, but it's, I'm, I'm not really into horror movies, so if I just wanted to, like, put something on and we could occasionally pick fun at it while drinking and having other conversations, then maybe then. But no, no, I'm not going to watch Frankenstein General Hospital again. So that's it. The verdict is in. Three out of three of us are not going to watch Frankenstein General Hospital. But curious if any of you have seen it, and if so, would you actually sit down and watch it again? Did you and really it's free on me? YouTube. You yeah, it's free on YouTube, so go out and fucking watch it
2: god damn it i watched it on tv i had to watch commercials
1: dave your medical emergency comes next week so what do you have for us
2: you know i picked something that initially i was feeling pretty good about but after the movie we watched this week i'm a little worried because i'm 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 picking up some of the same smells from its direction <laughs> <laughs> so next week, starring the same actor, we are going to be watching Jekyll and Hyde no. together again. Uh, no. a, a, a comedy take on the Jekyll and Hyde story. No. Another no. royalty. That's
0: made by movie. the same people?
2: I don't think so, but I didn't check.
0: Oh, Dave. Well, we'll just have to wait till next week to find out if this is just this week all over again. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at Casey.Cinema. Like us on Facebook at sh.ttycinema. If you want, you can give us your money. Patreon slash Shitty Cinema or peepshitticinema.com. Check the show notes for those links. And in the meantime, let's turn out the lights. Suck all the color out of the room. And make Leslie Jordan do our fucking work for us. Thank you, Jessa for your fucking money this is a legally distinct song that i just wrote i said thank you for your money we're gonna use it we're gonna use it for our new microphone do you want to hear my singing voice even clearer thank you for your fucking money I said thank you for your money. I just bought some drugs. Don't listen to that last part. Maybe if you come over, I'll share some drugs with you. Just kidding. You can touch my microphone and my boob.